TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. It's the gear right right here on 105.3 The Fan. You got Reginald Atula. You got the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Got a little Larry Flores on the ones and twos. Thank you, sir. And we are rolling along, having a good old time on a Friday evening in the Metroplex. You guys are cracking me up on the truckrate.com yes, text line. That number is 877-881-1053. As you text in uh, the, the old people things that you do, no matter your age. In fact, we got someone who texted in from the 940. They said, my brother is 28 and carries a comb in his pocket. And I'm what? like, uh, comb? Is, is he? Does he have a conch? Uh, on his head, is he like? Is he like? You know what I mean? Like, uh, he just whip out that sl- comb, slicking like the hair over. Yeah, exactly. That's wow. Okay, very good. Keep texting him in. Wait, wait, you got to read that 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 six eight two. Okay, let me see which one is the six eight two. Oh yeah, when someone is telling you about your day, you re- rely, uh, reply rather. Mm-mm-mm. Oh. That's hilarious. Mm-mm-mm. A Child, lot, of, please. A lot of from the five two zero. They said I could feel the rain coming in my joints. Yeah. <laughs> when you just feel it in your joints, ooh, we about to have some rain. And then you know what you know what the other level of that is? That? When you start talking about how much you needed the rain. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Oh yeah, we really yeah, needed that rain. Yeah, my yard needs mm. that rain. Yeah, we needed that rain. <laughs> sure did. It's yeah, we needed that rain. So, As opposed, man, I was gonna go out and it rained and I Right, man, it's raining. I was like, oh man, we need this rain. Well listen to this one. A one seven says Starting to think that my grandparents who slept in different rooms, they had it figured out. They didn't, they didn't do it for nothing. Let me tell you that. They they somebody had was, reasons for that. Somebody was Somebody was snoring. Yep. I guarantee you they were. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you they were. Um, uh, Coming up in about, let me see, 20 minutes or so, uh, we'll get you a little around the association where I think I might have figured out how Woj does it. Okay. Woj bomb. Yeah. We, we, we'll just dig into that in about 20 minutes. But right now, let's talk about the NFL teams that are poised to make a major leap. In this upcoming season, uh, I can tell you right now. I can tell you two teams right off the top of my head. Okay, well, let's let's get into it then. Here Green on the Get Bay, Right, Houston Texans. All right, the Houston Texans absolutely one that shows up here. It's interesting because that's a ten and seven team this year, right? They end up winning the AFC South. It was it was a real last uh, up to the last day of the season. They were really good this year. What makes you say, hey man, they have an opportunity to get even better? Huge jump because they already had a pretty good year. I think their coach was like coach of the year candidate. Yes, sir. I think the quarterback was, I mean, rookie of the year candidate. That's right. And here's what's so wild. This thing could implode in their faces like Jacksonville. Remember how Jacksonville did the same damn thing the year before? And they couldn't get it done. Yeah. They fell apart at the end. I'm just saying it could back up. But I just, for some reason, think Houston's got a nice little squad there. Yeah, and I think one of the reasons that you could talk about is there's a lot of youth on that team. So you mentioned C.J. Stroud, a young, talented quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have a couple of really good young wide receivers. Nico Collins 
this season looked like a number one wide receiver for real. And I believe he might still be on his rookie deal or just now coming off his rookie deal. And then they drafted Tank Dell, who is uh, one of those diminutive dudes, but he's a diminutive dude that plays like he's just a the regular. <laughs> he's, he's a small dude. Okay. Sorry, I'm going to stop using these big words. No, he, he, he's, he's a relatively small dude, but he plays bigger than he abs, abs, actually is. I know he's Caribbean. <laughs> he's, he's and so, but then also on top of that, that was a defense that had probably like an all right roster. Uh-huh. And D'Amico Ryan, you could tell, he is so good at coaching guys up. Man. They played above their capabilities in a lot of places. They do have some good players, don't get me wrong, right? They have, uh, you know, Gr- Jonathan Greener. They have, obviously, Will Anderson Jr. that they drafted. Um, but they have a lot of cap space that they're working with as well to add to what they have. And if you add more talent to what it feels like a very well-coached team, it feels like you only have an opportunity to go up in addition to being in the AFC South that is getting better. I think the Indianapolis Colts clearly are showing something. And then if Anthony Richardson comes back healthy, uh-huh. the Jags obviously have a nice kind of talented team. Uh, the the Titans have an opportunity to maybe get back a little bit better, but this team clearly has a nice foundation. They're ahead of those other teams when it comes to like the pace of this, and they have an opportunity to get a lot better. And quiet as it's kept, they got a decent tight end named Jordan Schultz. I mean, uh, Dalton, Dalton Schultz, Schultz yep. that it seems like they're really excited to bring back. They only mm-hmm. signed him on a one year deal. They got real lucky there because Dalton Schultz was he came into an off season where it felt like the tight end market was really down. He thought it he was, was. going to get his money. He thought he was going to get some big money, and it didn't happen. He got that. Just kind of, kind of like uh, Tony Pollard, he he was he, they put him under that uh, what you call it franchise uh, franchise tag. tag, and he's like, okay, I'm gonna get that big tight end money, and it did not happen. No, and I I, I blame a couple of tight ends. I know that Carter Freeman is laughing right now uh, because he knows exactly the tight ends that I'm talking about. They had a couple of there was a couple of tight end free agent deals that didn't pan out, and it felt like the entire league got scared to pay tight ends. Mm-hmm. I think Houston will probably bring him back. He he fits in really well with C.J. Yep. Stroud yep. down there in Houston. He's a clutch tight end right there. He's there, a safety valve. There you go. And so he and we we saw what Dalton Schultz could be. He's a good tight end. Don't get me wrong. Um, how about and so you also mentioned the Green Bay Packers, who are absolutely also involved with this. Why do you bring up the Green Bay Packers, who were nine and eight this season, as one of the teams that has a, a big opportunity or poised rather to take a major leap into the twenty twenty four season? Why do I think that? Yes, sir. You saw what they did to the Cowboys. Right. That's all I have to say. Yeah. It was offense, defense, special teams, game planning, the coaching. I'm like, wait a minute. And, and it wasn't like just the Cowboys. If you looked at their record and what they were doing going, because they won, not won out, but they basically won out to win the division. Yeah. They were on fire. And the quarterback, Jordan Love, I think he had only thrown two picks the last six weeks. Two picks. So, again, I like the way that roster is constructed. Again, I think they're the youngest team to make the playoffs last year. So, the sky is the limit for them. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Like, the Green Bay Packers, the, one of, the question was, do they have a quarterback? And over the course of the season, you saw him get better and better. And ultimately, in the postseason, mm-hmm. he reached a point where you go, oh, yeah, no, that's, that's a dude who's absolutely a dude that you feel comfortable being the quarterback. And another thing is, when we talk about youth, that's going to be something that shows up. They have a really young wide receiving core mm-hmm. that it only got better and better and more comfortable really I think is the big thing in that Matt LaFleur system as they started to really figure it out over the course of the season. Now you have an offseason to have those guys continue to you know develop and then get better, uh, congeal better, come together better. Mm-hmm. And so you have an opportunity for that offense to be really good on top of the fact that that Joe Barry defense last year yeah. wasn't that good until very late the in the season. Part. They change defensive coordinators, and you hope that maybe they they play better defense. If that's the case in a NFC North 
that has. That's what I was going to say. It's, it's an easy, winnable division. Well, I wouldn't necessarily because you still have the Lions in there who look good, and that's then the, true. The Vikings, depending on what who they the do, coach, quarterback, quarterback, right? I said coach, quarterback, the quarterback. They bring back Curse. I don't think they're going to bring him back though. It'll be interesting to see for sure. Uh-huh. Like I, I'm, I'm. That's one of those places where you're locked in to see because I mean. Just over the entirety of the offseason, where do those like veteran quarterbacks who are clearly up for grabs, where do they end up? You mentioned Kirk Cousins. Justin Fields is one of those ones that you have a little mm-hmm. bit of a question on. Uh, obviously, Russell Wilson looks like he is probably not going to be back in, in Denver. Where does he end up? Like Those guys end up moving yeah. around. But a lot of people think Russell could wind up in Minnesota. Minnesota, maybe. Also, uh, I know Pittsburgh is a name or a place that absolutely yeah. comes up a lot for him, but... that absolutely I think the great call on the Green Bay Packers that's a team that's clearly poised for a a major step forward and a leap in this upcoming season and one of the other teams that we could talk about as we continue to talk about the teams that are poised for a leap in the 2024 season for the NFL how about the Indianapolis Colts right yeah they surprised everybody you know what the quarterback surprised the hell out of me yeah Quarterback surprised me because I didn't know he was going to be that good that quick. And I figured you had to get some seasoning in. Yeah, you realize how short that was? He got four weeks before he was on the IR, mm-hmm. right? And so he, you already started seeing like the, oh, yeah, this could be a problem. And then he goes down and you go, all right, well, this is not a, this is not a particularly well-talented and team. they didn't go away. Because Shane Steichen apparently is a really, really good coach, like all the way around. Apparently uh-huh. he's like so meticulous, I think. As, as Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they, they absolutely. Yeah. The uh, if and that's another thing is you saw the Eagles go down offensively and it felt like some of it and you saw some of it got translated to the, the Colts is Shane Steichen seems to call the right play at the right time mm-hmm. and so that's going to be a huge benefit especially for a quarterback like Anthony Richardson who is like big capable of throwing the ball mm-hmm. in a big way really athletic like he's he is the prototype of like what you're like if I was building a quarterback in like a simulator yeah. right let me make let me make him like that and he has all those poss- possibilities the problem is like. You haven't seen him put it together? No, not very, yet. Very quickly, you saw the, what, the pieces of what uh-huh. it could be. And then he's with the right coach. Like you said, he's with the right coach because you saw Jalen Hurts. I mean, Jalen Hurts had some ability, but then Steichen took it over the top and they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, and so you have an opportunity to you know, get better, figure some things out, and then obviously just have that better quarterback. Because if you're able to win nine games with Gardner Minshew, with all due respect to Gardner Minshew, with a right. with a dude with better capabilities, and again that AFC South that it's it's not difficult, but it's also not like easy easy. Mm-hmm. I think there's a, there's a lot of opportunity for a step forward for the Indianapolis Colts. We got a tell from the two one four says it's the Rams. The Rams gonna win the Super Bowl. Los Angeles Rams also another team with the opportunity for elite ten and seven season this past year, and of course. It's funny because a lot of these teams operate in that place where like nine, ten wins mm-hmm. where you go, how much of a leap can you see from there? Like you think they're going to win 12, 13 games. But the Rams absolutely were a team that I did not anticipate being very – I don't think anybody anticipated them being very good this year. I thought this past season was supposed to be a take-your-lump season for all right. the F-them-picks person- right. perspective of the way that they team built. that way. Yeah, and so you saw Matthew Stafford be largely healthy over the course of the season. And then this team, like – you got to give a lot of credit to the front office of the Los Angeles Rams because they did not have a lot of picks available to them, but the picks that they did, they hit on them suckers. Sure did. We talked about the man that was dunking in this celebrity uh-huh. all-star game. His name is Puka Nakua, and he looked incredible, right? Yep. Like they just hit on another one. Kyron Williams, the running back, they found one, and he is so damn good. In fact, he's probably the best running back they've had since they had Todd Gurley. Mm-hmm. Right, like he has looked yes, really it's good. Gurley, in all seriousness. And Kobe Turner was the defensive tackle I was trying to come up with. Legitimately, an incredible defensive. Right there next to Aaron Donald. Like they just keep hitting mm-hmm. on all these draft picks. 
And so if you assume that they do that, which obviously is not a fair assumption that, hey, everybody's just going to keep, you know, landing perfectly and hitting, you know, hitting sevens on their dice rolls. But, I mean, they they made a lot with a roster that should not have been very good. You imagine that they're able to do a little bit more with an opportunity at another season of fixing more of that cap situation and getting more talent. And guess what? The pressure's on the 49ers, not on the Rams in that division. It's on the Niners. Uh, you have the Cardinals who probably aren't going to be – they're not going to all the way bounce back, but they're going to try and be better, I imagine. And the Seahawks are in the, an interesting place where they just had a regime change. Are they going to still be in that same place where they're like a solid team but not necessarily one to contend with? Where do they go under Mike McDonald? That'll be an interesting one. Uh, the final one I want to bring up here for you as team, teams that are poised to make a big leap for next year. Mm-hmm. How about the Cincinnati Bengals? Yeah, if Joe Burrow is healthy, and I love Joe Burrow. That's why I'm, I'm like, man, I can't believe when he gets hurt, they, they just fall apart. Yeah, I mean, that's a 9-8 and eight team that I think a lot of people look at where if their quarterback is healthy, they look at it as one of those teams that has an opportunity to win 12 or 13 and contend for, you know, an if, AFC if championship. If they're healthy in December, I'm talking about the majority of that team's healthy with Joe Burrow. That's the team don't nobody want to face, even Kansas City, because they've had Kansas City's number several times, you know, with and without Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, on the 214, they also made mention of the fact that uh, the Rams have a whole bunch of cap space as well. Um, or the Colts also have a lot of cap space. That's one thing that you have to consider here. The Texans have a lot of cap space. The Colts have a lot of cap space. These Bengals have a lot of cap space as of right now, although they have to figure out what they're doing with their wide receiver situation where you have Jamar Chase, you have T. Higgins, you have Tyler Boyd, and you got to make sure that you keep a lot of – you have to keep uh, probably two of them. Um, one of the, I, I can't imagine you can keep all three of them, but you have to figure out the money situation there. But, yeah, I, this is a team that it's very easy to make the case because everybody saw just how good they were with Jake Browning, with all due respect mm-hmm. to that man, who played mm-hmm. pretty well. Yeah, he's all just things not Joe Burrow, And so you change that to Joe Burrow and what does this look like? That's, that's the leap right there, right there for you. I don't even have to do very much more explaining after that. Bottom line is those teams are on the rise. Notice nobody said the Cowboys. Well, the Cowboys, that was another 12-5 season. Like, I don't know that anybody's like, yo, there's another leap to be made. It's the just, leap is the playoffs and do what we're right. Yeah. Right, with the Cowboys, the leap is, hey, keep doing the things that you were doing in the regular season and the postseason. That's the front. Like, the, literally, the last three seasons, you look at them in the regular season, maybe by week 10 or 12, and you go, oh, man, this is a good team. They could win the Super Bowl. And then seven weeks later, they're not doing the same. Or, you know, eight weeks later, they're not doing the same thing. And that ends up being the issue because the capability – ends up being there. They just don't live up to the maximum of their capability. And you've got to hope. And look, it's it's hope. I understand that that is, that is not something that you could really lean on and something that's sturdy. But you got to hope that the likes of Mike Zimmer coming in and changing up changing up the Constitution and hopefully the, the accountability structure will help in addition to another year of having another knock on them, helps them get their stuff together and actually play like the team that they show themselves to be in the regular season when, they, when they're in the postseason. Here's going to be a clue for me that they might be doing something different to uh, try to get out of the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If the trade deadline comes and they need something, if they don't make a damn move and push those chips in and say we're all in yeah. and fortify yes. the roster. Again, I'm not saying trade away players and bring in somebody that might be a big name. I'm just talking about fortifying a damn roster like CY did with the Rangers. That's all I'm saying. There you go. Those are the five of the teams. 49ers did it. Yeah, that's right. Those are the teams that are poised to make Went a to significant Bowl. leap in the 2024 season in the National Football League. It's the get right right here on 105 through the fan. As we asked you earlier in the evening, 
What's the old person thing that you do here on the truckwreck.com text line from the 214? This is the homie pastry chef Eric. He said, I drive straight through the night on family vacation. Only stop for bathrooms <laughs> oh, and gas. Wow. And brag about the brag about the time that I made when I get there. 20 hours. I made it in 17. <laughs> that is that is absolutely like, look, man, we not stopping for nothing. Yeah, okay, one more. Uh 940 says, old people like me leave a voicemail. Yeah. Only old people leave a voice. I tell my mom and dad, I'm like, my voicemail is not set up. Why are you saying you left me a voicemail? You didn't do it. Yeah, best case scenario, if you call, just look. Once I see the message, I know that I got to get back to you. Or once I see the fact that you called. Yes. I'm not, I'm not listening I'm to not this listening message. I'm not listening to the voicemail. Mm-hmm. Only, only voicemail that I make sure to listen to is my mom's because it's your mom, right? Mm-hmm. There you go. It's the Get Right right here on 105 through the Fan. Coming up next, let's go around the association where I told you, I think I might have figured out how Woj does it. We'll talk about that next on The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's better over here. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. A left 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. If your day sounds like... We need the report ASAP. You deserve Medella. If you've persevered through... You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame... Two more rings, two more. You deserve this ice-cold reward. Medella, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. To get right right here on 105.3, the fan, Reginald Atatuli here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. Uh, appreciate you rolling with us on a Friday evening in the Araya. Metroplex where we're, tr- we're trying to keep an eye on Derek Lively II, who's in the Rising Stars Challenge. His team, he was on Jalen Rose's team. They won the first of these games. Now, if you don't understand the, the, the format, I don't blame you. It's not the easiest to, or it's not the easiest to in- inherently know. But they basically took all the rookie and sophomore players, threw them in a big pool, and then they separated them all out into four teams. Right. So they're having a mini tournament. Mm-hmm. The first game was Team Jalen Rose versus Team Tamika Catching. Uh, Derek Lively second was on Team Jalen Rose. They got a win, so they're awaiting the winner of Team Detlef Shrimp versus Team Pal Gasol, and they'll play for the Rising Stars Challenge Championship, I guess, if that's, mm-hmm. if that's ultimately what the name is. Uh, earlier in the evening, I asked you, what is the old person thing that you do? And y'all been texting him in throughout the <laughs> evening. It's been very fun. So keep doing that. 877-881-1053. Um, let's see. From the 817, he said, I know I'm getting old. or I knew I'm getting old because 80 to 90% of all new music is trash to me. <laughs> that's, 
That's what you get know when you can't stand the new music. That's right. Just whatever whatever it is. Uh, from the 817, they said, I know I'm old because everything that you're reading makes sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep reading them as long as you guys text them in. Wait a minute. 877-881-1053. I know I'm old because I'm driving with a peacup in the car. What? I think that, that ties into the idea of yep. driving through the night. We're not stopping. Right. And they're like, I'm exactly. not even stopping for bathrooms. We'll, you, you got this cup, right? Yep. Let it go in there. Let it fly. Um, 972 obviously depends on your future. There you go. From the from the nine, another 972, they said, I'm not, not upgrading iPhones because my iPhone 10 still works. Yeah, that's right. It's like what? I, what do I need a new iPhone for? All that, all that yeah. fancy stuff. I don't care yeah, about I'm that. I'm used to. I'm used to the numbers where they are. That's that, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Um, okay. So with that being the case, let's go ahead and go around the association. We mentioned All Star Weekend. Derek Lively involved there, uh, but also part of All Star Weekend. This is where we get uh, our notification of who the finalists are. For the National ba- Memorial, or sorry, the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. So yes, there's 14th finalists that we were announced today for the class of 2024. Uh, Chauncey Billups. Okay. Vince Carter. BC. Michael Cooper. Yeah, Coop from the Lakers. Lakers. And also he coached in the W for a while as well. Mm-hmm. Walter Davis, Bo Ryan, Charles Smith. Uh, from the Women's Committee, Simone Augustus, who just retired, and Marion Washington. Uh, some veterans, uh, Dick Barnett, Harley Redden. Um, and then Marsh, uh, Michelle Timms. And then Contributors Colum- uh, contributors Committee, the finalists are Doug Collins, who is just an incredible coach mm-hmm. over the time, and also broadcaster, mm-hmm. Herb Simon, and a man who I'm surprised is not in the Hall of Fame. Is he? Jerry West? He's got to be. The logo's in as a player. So if maybe. We're, if we're talking about as a general manager. I was, of the Hall- as, I was like, can he go in twice? Is that what's happening here? That must be it because you, they've, they've had players go in twice as being a member of a team. Like the Dream Team guys, mm-hmm. they're in twice. And maybe you go in as a yeah. Coach. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame as a player in 1980. Yeah, logo. So, so we 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 might have Jerry West go in twice as an executive. Okay, listen to this. I'm shocked. I thought Sean Marion would make the cut as a finalist this year. Sean Marion, former Maverick, mm-hmm. former he went in. Uh, they they retired his jersey with the Phoenix Suns this year a couple of weeks ago. I would honestly deservedly so. Part I, of that people list. forget Six, about that career. Him and Amari Stoudemire and. Uh, and uh, yeah, and Steve Nash, legitimately one of the teams that you look at as ushering anybody. in the modern, the modern uh, form of basketball. And he was the linchpin. I always maintain uh, Sean Marion was the linchpin for it because, especially like all the small ball, mm-hmm. because he had the size and the capability of switching and like guarding multiple everybody. players and guarding up. And I think that he really helped usher in the small ball situation where no longer do you have these like plotting power forwards. Exactly. That four position now is a little bit more or stretched. Even plotting centers. Even that, yeah. And so, yeah, no, shout out to Sean Marion. Hopefully he gets his respect soon. One thing I do love about the Basketball Hall of Fame, and not everybody likes this because people like the exclusivity of certain halls, like the Baseball Hall of Fame, super exclusive. Mm. Football, a little bit less so, but pretty exclusive. I kind of like that basketball is just like, look, man, we're here to appreciate folks. From all over the world. Just let, let, let them in. And I understand, yeah. like, that, that doesn't appeal coaches, to everybody. Yeah. But it's like, hey, man, let's just appreciate folks. Let them in and say their, uh, you know, give them their props. And I feel like Sean Marion, you're right. I would love to see him in. I'm a little bit surprising that he's not in in this one. But I think soon enough, he absolutely has to make his way into there. So there you go. Those are your uh, Hall of Fame finalists right now. And obviously not all of them will get in. But you, those, the, those are the guys that they're working yeah. off of, or guys and girls, because there are some women involved there. Shout out to They will Augustus. announce the finalists uh, during the final four. 
That's how they do this. They that, announce the. That is correct. I'm sorry. They, the inductees are the ones who are getting in. There you go. They're, they're announcing the finalists now. They're in Austin weekend, and then in the final four is when they announce who's going in. And that'll be April 6th in Phoenix. Exactly. So there you go. I'm laughing because the 817 has another. I know I'm old. He says I'm. I'm not old enough to have a roll of toilet paper in the car, in the windshield. In the windshield. Oh what? Okay, so that's oh my that's 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 your uh, these are my Kleenex. I, I just got a roll so. of toilet paper. I guess so. That's hilarious. I, I might need to do that because I got the extra. I got I make sure to buy the toilet paper in bulk. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. We're saving money on this, so I don't care if it's pennies. How about this? Um, I I tease this saying that I think I know how Woj does it now. Yes. And so we got you, this. Is it a reg bomb? This might be a reg bomb. We might be doing the first ever reg bomb here on the Get Right on 105 through the fan. So, Woj, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, he is a just NBA insider, probably the preeminent NBA insider, long time. He used to work at Yahoo, clearly mm-hmm. works ESPN now. He mm-hmm. is one of the, you know, pillars of sports. He was Shams reporting. before Shams. He was. In fact, he's the reason why Shams is who he is. He, uh-huh. he took him under his wing, and now he is the, pretty much the only direct competitor. Shout out to Mark Stein. That does great work. Shout out to very Mark Mark Spears. Sure. There's a lot of great Chris Haynes. There's a lot of mm-hmm. folks that do work around this, but it always goes right to Woj. Woj. And when he drops news and nobody else has, which happens a lot, it's called Woj Bomb. It's like, how does he have this information? I think we might have gotten to the bottom of it through Tyrese Halliburton. He's a guard for yeah, the Pacers. In, for the Pacers. In fact, the all-star guard for the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And he was on the Woj pod, Adrian Wojnowski's podcast. And they had a live a live podcast as they're in Indy, you know, just getting ready for it. And he told a story about when he was traded from the Kings to the Pacers. Mm-hmm. And so here's him telling the story. And we might be figuring out a little bit about how Adrian Wojnarowski gets his scoops. I get a call that morning. Hey, you're going to get traded. We think you're going to get traded. We don't know. I'm like, what? Uh, okay, like whatever. So I hang up. They're like, we'll, we'll call you back later. We'll, we got to figure some stuff out. Bye. So I'm like, what? So then my girlfriend comes upstairs, and I'm like, hey, we're a couple days away from the trade deadline. I think we could get traded soon, but don't worry about it. Like, we'll figure it out. Like, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Let's just, like, be professional, move on. So then I get another call right away, and it's like, hey, like, now it's just kind of conversating. Like, hey, we, they're being weird. They're not answering our calls. Weird stuff is happening. And they're like, we just don't know who the team is. And I'm like, who could it be? Is it like, is it Philly? Like, I could go to Philly for Ben Simmons. Like, is that what it is? And then <laughs> Woj's voice comes on. I think it's Indiana. And I'm like, what? How is Woj on the phone? Like, I'm thinking this is a call with my agents. Like, Woj is on the phone. So I look at my phone and I'm like, Indiana for who? And then like, it's a bonus. And I'm like, what? And then, I mean, long story short, five minutes later, I got traded. Uh, but yeah, I mean that just goes to show you like where this guy is like mysterious. Man. You don't you don't know where he is. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. Sounds like Woj is using uh he's using wiretaps. Comfort call. Wiretaps. <laughs> <laughs> that is I do like the idea. Like wiretaps is funny, but I do like the idea that Woj is just like with agents on three-way calling. Did you ever yeah. do the three-way calling back in the day to try and like get around and here's here's something that you weren't supposed to hear? Here's I was actually on a three-way Call. This is the first time I ever talked about this on the air. Mm-hmm. Back oh, in the day, we're getting uh, we're getting a CA bomb. Yeah, back in the day, Tony Dorsett was holding out from Cowboys training camp. Okay, and I'm talking to Tony on the phone, and he says, "Wait just a minute," and I said, "What?" He goes, "It's Gil Brandt." I said, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." He said, "Hang on," and then he hit the button, 
and I'm listening to the conversation. What? And then I wasn't saying a word. Of course. And he wasn't budging, and it wasn't like a, a long conversation because Tony didn't really want to talk about it. Oh, they were it. negotiating. Like the Gil was trying to get him to come training camp. Okay. And Tony didn't want to talk about it. And so he talked to him for a couple of minutes and then he hung up. He said, Chris, you still there? I said, Yeah. And he goes, Can you believe that, man? I was like, Oh, <laughs> man. I was like, You knew you had me. I thought I was accidentally yeah. hearing all this. Tony had me on any, he wanted me to hear this. <laughs> and I never, I've never said a word about That's it. That's incredible. Now. Yep. Fact. That's awesome. So you was just you was just in there. If you really wanted to, you could start CA bombing in there, just letting people know. You're like, uh-uh, that's how that's how you get that's how you burn folks. Yep, 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 yep. Ooh. So there you go. There's a there's a little bit of a maybe just maybe. Is that, is that how Woj does it? Is he just end up on the three-way call? But that's crazy. It's not impossible. I can see that. I just I think that's a funny story it to is. be completely honest. It's, it's but very funny. Yeah, I was just he's just like, how does he not, why is he in my phone? At first, like the first time I heard it, I was like, does he mean on the TV? But it's, he was like, I looked at my phone, I was like, huh? Woj. <laughs> okay, Woj is everywhere. Oh boy. He uh, worked. That shows he's working. There you go. He absolutely working. You can't you can't be that ubiquitous without working hard, apparently. Uh you would know that. Three time Hall of Famer. I'm time. That's right. I'm be flying. That's right. Uh how about this? Uh, as we continue around the association, the Bucks have had a little bit of a rough go of it since, especially since they fired Adrian Griffin, their first time. I think head they've coach. won. Yeah, I think they've only won three games with Doc Rivers. That is correct. Three, uh, three and seven. So three wins Ouch. in ten games with Doc Rivers as and the head yet coach. They're still in what second place in the East? I believe they're third. But you know what? Let me look that up before I tell you something. Yeah, I know they I got like thirty-five wins. Yeah, let me, let me let's make sure because I feel like CA knows what he's talking about. They're thirty five wins, but they're in third. Cleveland crept crept ahead of them. Okay, um, before the All Star break. Speaking of Eastern Conference head uh, All Star head coach uh, Doc Rivers, also, but or actually, yeah, I think that's he would still end up being the case. Or did they change that? I think he's still going to be the coach. But yeah, they, Adrian, they locked it in. I, earlier. I think he that's said right. he's going to let Adrian have the money or his share or whatever or the ring or. Some well, kind of he, yeah, he said all that to try and like he's mm. you know, yeah, he, he, he's still going to be there. But with that being the case, uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, you mentioned the fact that they were, you know, the three and seven in their last 10. They ended uh, the run to the All-Star break with a very disappointing loss against Memphis. a not good Memphis uh, Grizzlies team. Memphis got everybody injured and hurt and the Bucks had everybody. I think everybody was healthy. Everybody. And they still lost that damn game. Yeah, in fact, when you say the Memphis Grizzlies are hurt, they're five best players. Not joking. Literally, they're five best players. All hurt. Mm-hmm. Still got a win in that game. They beat the Mavericks, too. They, they did. They, they've been getting some wins that they probably shouldn't have, uh-huh. but still. The Mavericks had some players hurt, too, but still. It's, Memphis it's, ain't got nobody. It's really been like magnified because of how, how poorly uh, the vibes have been, or how bad, the, rather, the vibes have been in Milwaukee. And with that being the case, this is probably another indication of just, like, how bad the vibes are. Uh, Doc Rivers was talking after the game, and he really got after his team. And this is the quote. He said, first play of the game, we gamble for the 50th time in the corner. Guy drives. We have to help. Leads to a three. On our set, two guys forget where the, what they're running. Then we miss a shot, and nobody gets back. That's how we start out the third quarter. That tells you all you need to know about where our heads were out there. And this is the money quote, CA, right here. We had some guys here. We had some guys in Cabo. Oh, shots fired. He said it. Like, he he just calls out his yeah, guys for not putting in effort. Vacation. They already in vacation mode. 
Does this but like it's crazy because I wanted to kind of talk about this as man, the Bucks are really in a bad way. They're still third in the East. Like, how bad do you feel like it is? It because they've honestly kind of flipped in the time that Doc Rivers the ten games. The defense has actually been pretty solid. The That's, offense has fallen off of a cliff. Okay, so this is why they they said they fired Adrian Griffin. Adrian, uh, this is why they said they fired him. Yeah. Because the offense was like top five, but the defense was number 22 in the league. Mm-hmm. And when you get to the playoffs, they will reduce your offense. And you've got to be able to play some defense. Yes. And they had they fear that that was not going to happen. That's what management was saying. So they bring in Doc Rivers. All I'm saying is he's supposed to be fixing the defense, and they've done that, but they're not winning the games. And if they're not going to win the games, they're going to lose their playoff positioning. I'm not saying they're going to fall out of the playoffs. Right. I'm just saying they won't be at the home team. They're number three right now. That's right. I mean, right now they're, they have probably a four-game cushion on the Pacers who sit at sixth right now. So and that, the Pacers that can and the get Knicks can up. get hot. Yeah, that can get eaten up. Um, so they're really going to need this all-star break to help them get their heads back in order. And honestly – Funny enough, Damian Lillard is gonna have to show up. Like you, you yeah. traded pieces away to well, get see, him. This is the problem. He hasn't been. He hasn't been to the height of what his capabilities are, and you kind of need him. That here's the that. problem for the for the Bucks because they want to fix the defense. The offense is there, and Dame will do Dame time. The problem is they traded away Drew Holiday, who is your perimeter defender and can make some shots. Yeah. See what I'm saying? They haven't really replaced their perimeter defense. They really haven't. And I know and that it's not uh, Dame's not Dame's not the guy that's going to do that. No, but I mean. When when you if you're not going to do that, your offense better be on point. And it's, it it's, was it's just, top five. It's just been oh, well, no him specifically Dame himself because mm-hmm. he he has not found the right rhythm of play in Milwaukee yet, which has kind of been odd to see. And I know that they've had some they've missed some time with Chris Middleton, which I know has also um, changed some of that. Um, before we go here on the get right, uh, there's also, you know what? I'll save that. We'll bring that up later because we got to get to a little bit of sharing time before we get to that. I do want to continue as we asked earlier mm-hmm. in the evening, uh, what is the old person thing that you do? And you've been responding on the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053, uh, from the 682. They said, I work on my own cars, right? Yeah. That, you know what? I, I can change a flat tire. Can you Absolutely. change a flat tire? Absolutely. Larry, I know you could probably change a flat tire. There are people today that cannot change a flat tire. And one guy told me the reason why, I ain't got my rim key. I said, what? I don't know. What? I just, what? There are some cars that got rims and rims got the keys. If you don't have the key to your I rim. I know. That, that, that's, that made that's me want to. I was like, but that's what wait, he said. We still, like, he's like, he's like, we still got cars with rim keys out here? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Very good. Man, that's. Ooh. Okay, uh, keep those coming in. 877-881-1053. Uh, I'll keep reading them. It's always fun. Also, CA, before we go, I do want to ask you this. Someone asked on the YouTube, why is Dallas called the Metroplex? Well, it's not just Dallas. It's the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Do you want me to tell you why? It's a metropolitan area, but then what's me, the plex Let me tell you it? why. Okay. I found this out way back in the 1980s when my, I asked the general manager of the radio station, K104, the same thing. I mm. said, why do they call this the Metroplex? He said, I don't want you to call it a Metroplex on the air. I said, why not? He said, a car salesman was calling it that on his car ads, and then people picked it up and they started using it, and it'll probably go away. It's DFW. <laughs> and here we are. A what, car 40 years later? Like, yeah, it's kind of like, who's a big car dealer around here? Just name one of our guys in our advertiser, but you know, just name somebody like that. They, I don't know who the car dealer was, but they used to call it the, the, the Metroplex.
Okay. And it stuck. So it, this is it was just the advertisement that stuck. Yep. It's kind of like don't mess with Texas. A lot of people don't know why do they say don't mess with Texas. That was an advertising to campaign. Get y'all to stop littering to around stop here. Stop littering. Yeah. Quit putting stuff on the ground. There are people just moved down here now. How come they say don't mess with Texas? It was a don't litter around the state. That's right. And still don't do that. Uh, but do text in 877-881-1053 with the, uh, oh my goodness. With the things that you, the old pers- people things that you do. We'll keep reading those as we continue. As coming up next, we'll do a little sharing time. We'll do it next on The Fan. It's the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Atatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Larry uh, D. Flores. I was about to call you Larry Legend, which you know what? We can give you that. Yeah. Larry D. Flores, Larry Legend on the ones and twos for you this evening. Thanks for rolling with us on this All-Star Friday night here in the Metroplex. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess not here in the Metroplex, in Indy, where Derek Lively II is waiting for his opportunity to get back on the court at Gamebridge Fieldhouse uh, in the Rising Stars Challenge. He's already, I know that personally I saw him complete two alley-oop dunks. He's showing out well for your Dallas Mavericks. I believe he's your lone representative in All-Star Weekend, is he not? Yeah. So he he is him showing and, out well. Him and Luca. Well, of course, Luca. Wow, wow, that's why wow. I was like, that's why I pause. Like, wow. You know what? I gotta own that one. That that's the old person thing I do. I be forgetting stuff like crazy. You don't even understand the amount of things Reggie, I forget. He's starting. He, he's not even an added on. Woo! That yeah, is incredible. It's Friday, man. It's long. Day. Yeah, let's, long week. Sure, we'll blame it on that. Uh, as we we'll get into sharing time. Um, continue to text in. 877-881-1053 on the truckwreck.com text line. What's something that you do that's like, what's what's the old person thing that you do? No matter what age you are, I feel like we all have those. We've been having a fun time just kind of collectively laughing at the old things that we do. But then also, um, let's do a little sharing time. Before we went to break, somebody on the YouTube, in fact, TR is the YouTube user that asked, why is Dallas called the Metroplex? And I was telling you that it's like a, a car dealership or something like that. Car de- and I was saying it's kind of like don't mess with Texas. That was a advertising campaign. And all of a sudden it was about the littering. Yeah. And it won awards and all that. Well, I decided to look it all up because I was like, who, what car dealership was this? And it was the term Metroplex was coined by an ad man from an ad agency, Tracy Lock Agency. The guy's name was Harv Chapman in 1971. At the time, the DFW airport was under construction. The North Texas Commission needed a way to promote the region, encompassing Dallas-Fort Worth. Chapman combined the elements from the Greek word metropolis and the French derivative complex to create metroplex. So it means nothing this, specifically about the DFW? this word replaced the previous designation of Dallas-Fort Worth sure. and has since been embraced by locals, even though they rarely use it outside the area. Nobody says... I'm from the Metroplex. They just say it around Dallas for work. Because everybody would be like, what the hell does that mean? Exactly. It means nothing. It, it, the man crane, ad, the ad guy came up with a phrase that's used to this day, just like don't mess with Texas. It just basically means metropolitan area. <laughs> Metroplex. So shout out to the Metroplex. So maybe I'm going to try and be uh-huh. very intentional about saying DF Dub. Or Dallas yeah. Fort Worth. Dallas Fort Worth. Because technically Metroplex don't mean nothing. And also, <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know if this is an old person thing that I do, but it's definitely like a contrarian thing that I do where it's just like it feels like they're trying to get you, right? Like you it feels like now in my head, now that I know that that's the how this came about, 
that every time I say Metroplex, I'm just getting got by that ad person. Yeah, he right? says yes, and I'll be damned if I get don't, got by him. Don't yeah, don't get got. That's by right. Him. And it's by the way, for work. all these weathermen, they say it all the time, and it don't need the same in real world. Think about it, all. Well, I mean, so, all words. Tomorrow in the Metroplex. Right? This week, the next week in the Metroplex, the high will be. I mean, Currently but, outside of Metroplex. I mean, but if, if it works for its job, right? Enough people knew what know what we're talking about when we say Metroplex. So I guess they win. The the ad, the ad man wins as a uh, Derek Lively, another alley oop. This one not a dunk. He puts it in, but he's 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 doing what he needs to do. It seems like all sorts of players are understanding and learning the benefit of having Derek Lively rolling to the rim because they're just throwing it up there and he's, he's finishing. representing the Metroplex. He sure is. <laughs> he sure is. Uh, oh, he missed the dunk. Not him. Not Lively, but. Yeah, someone else. No, Lively would uh, absolutely make the dunk. This guy try to make a windmill dunk. All right, so here's my Sharon Thompson. Yeah, yeah share some stuff with us. So apparently the CEO of HP is going to do something that I absolutely hate. Who's HP? Uh, Hewlett Packard. Okay, I, I thought that's what you were saying. Yes, yeah, the, 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 the company that makes printers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So at this point, um, you know, over the last few years, HP has been doing its best to, like, make money with printers because, you know, printers have become dirt cheap at this point. Oh, yeah, you can get one for... $150. But they're doing their best to try and make them like more expensive. And then you see like the ways that maybe the, the, the printer will be cheap, but the ink will be really expensive. Right. So they're clearly trying to make this money. Yeah, man. The the ink costs like $60. It's cost too damn much. Yeah. It's too high. It's too high. Way too high. Well, with that being the case, this seems to be another way that they're trying to make some more money because uh, I think it was last week or the week before. There was a World Economic Forum at Davos, or uh, Davos is the way that they say it. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, HP CEO Enrique Lores gave a few choice quotes uh, in response to a recent lawsuit over HP's software updates that block ink cartridges from non-HP sources. Ooh. So basically, if you go and get the cheap cartridges, they're like, nah, we're not letting you have that because the software mess up. up. They said, I think it's important for us to protect our IP. And basically, to continue to move forward, he's like, you know, basically all that other stuff is counterfeit and ripoffs. And he went as far as to kind of get to the place where he insinuated, rather, that he wants to make printing a subscription. Can you imagine having printers and then having to pay a subscription service for the printer? In other words, they're going to take, they're going to swipe your credit card and you're going to pay monthly for your printer. Basically. Let me tell you something. This dude must not have been around. I'm going to give you an old man thing. Please do. That's the way uh, answer machines started. Did you know that? I did not. Yes. They oh, like did. it was an answering service. Yes. AT&T, when it was not just AT&T and it had different areas like Southwestern Southwest Bell. Southwestern Bell, when they broke up the they Bell Company. Would never, and you, the only way you could get an answer machine was through the phone company. And they would not sell them to you. They would lease them to you, and you would pay them every month. Real nasty business. Mm-hmm. And so now. And so if, uh, what, what I'm going to say is that on a printer, technology is going to fix that. Follow what I'm saying? There's no way you're going to get a, a printer on a lease because technology won't allow it. Somebody's going to come up with something that's going to make it where that don't even work. I, I sure hope so. It's kind of like buying a CD. Don't nobody buy a CD. You download your music. From the 214, doesn't BMW charge subscription for seat warmers? Yes. Yes, they do. And this really this is basically the the, the gist of my sharing time is that 
It's just with that credit card. Everybody's swipe. trying to make money to the point where things, services that we've gotten used to, they're trying to take this. They're trying to take them to places to where how can we make it so that you have to pay consistently, no for matter a thing, what, as opposed to paying once for it and having it. I forever. don't even print that much each month. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Is like I find it incredible that this kind of subscription uh, trend in business is even making its way to damn printers. I mean, like they're this, taking the Netflix model, which you. Netflix, Everybody's trying. Netflix became a subscription service for television and put Blockbuster out of business because they tried to compete with Blockbuster back in the day with uh, VHSs and DVDs. I think it was mostly DVDs. Yeah, that's so nasty. I'm just like, it made me mad when I read that from the 832. I would fight someone if printers require a subscription. Ain't, I would too. You. I would too. And you know what I do, which I honestly I think most people do it right now, anyways. If you do have the opportunity to do this, which I guess more people will not as you work from home. Don't, doesn't everybody just print at the print at the job? Only at the job, basically. Well, I got a like, printer at the house, but still. Like, I think a lot of people got to a place where they worked at a place where they could find a printer that they could use. And it's like, if I needed to print something, especially with how infrequently most people print, I just right. print at work. And the way most people, like I said, infrequently print, I mean, you don't really print documents anyway because you just forward them. And, and That's true. Yeah, we've gotten to a place where a lot of these are kind of PDFs. If yeah, you, need to. Okay, you don't yeah. really print it. That's interesting. From the 940, they say businesses lease printers now. Did not realize that, I guess. Because you, do you remember the time that, uh, was it Kyle Corver that got traded for a printer? He got traded for? Or was it a printer or a washing machine? I was a washing machine. It was, yeah, it's a washing machine. Still. Where he got traded for cash consideration, and the cash considerations ultimately bought, bought them a new washing machine. They're crazy. I think someone got traded for a printer. I wouldn't Am I just making that up? Is that is this another one of my old man things where I'm just making stuff well, up? Well, somebody just said. I can't wait to be old and just, I, I could just lie and make stuff up and people have to listen to my story. That's what I really want for. Somebody said, uh, 817 says, I still buy CDs, so I guess that makes me an old old man thing. Yeah, there you go, Casey. Shout Casey. out to you for listening. And if you don't understand what we mean by that, we have been asking folks to text in, What is no matter what your age is, what is the old person thing that you do? And we have been having an absolute blast. Can I go ahead and bust myself? Because I didn't realize until somebody texted in. Yes, said something, they, please they, do. They squint at their iPhone. I started laughing because I literally make the text large. And I have them text large on the computers here, and Chia follow wears me out about it. <laughs> Everybody comes to that. CA's been at this computer because his texts are so giant. However, look, you see the words, don't you? I see the words, and I can glance. I don't have to just like squint. That's what it is. Just glance at it. From the 214, they said, My old people thing. I actually read instruction booklets before using the items for the first time or before assembling them. There you go. I'm proud of you. I'm proud mm-hmm. of you. If nobody else care, I care. You know what I do? I don't look at instructions like that. I go to YouTube. And I mm. assemble via the YouTube because they will show you how to assemble that particular product. That's true. And I hit pause and I do a little bit. I hit pause and I do some more. That's it's a, better than reading instructions. That's, that's not a bad way, but I'm like the instructions right here. So I'm just going to read the instructions. Uh, how about this? Uh, let's see what I lose from, from the 214 old, old person thing. I do take a nap before going out at night. Like, if you got somewhere to be, let me get a quick nap in. Let me get a quick 30 you, real quick. You know quick. what? That quick ain't 45. an old person. I, I used to do that back in the day just to stay alive. I had to get up in the morning. <laughs> yeah, but you was ripping show, and running. I was getting power power naps. I made them power naps work. I, I would still go out. i go out and stay out till midnight, 1 o'clock in the morning, 2 o'clock in the morning, and get up at 3.30 in the morning and do the morning show. I wonder. Okay, see, I was about to say, I wonder if this is the cabin that we know. But from the, uh, from the 214, they say, old person thing I do, read the newspaper. Granted, it's mostly the e-paper on my laptop these days. But I go analog uh, to do my o- other old person thing, the crossword what? puzzle, who is another Kevin from Garland. Yeah. Kevin, I love you. I, d- I-, I read the paper. Now, the, the fact that you puzzle. open it up on your laptop 
is I think that I also is that. your old person thing. But yes, I I will show you right now. I have a crossword puzzle app on my phone Look that I do every night before. Did bed. you know the morning news person. can deliver you an e paper and you can read it online like a newspaper? Huh. Okay. I might the morning to- news is. Like, I don't read it that way. I just look at the, you know, like you normally would. But they send me a, your e-paper is delivered. Very, Very good. Every morning, 6 a.m. Very good. I don't, I don't even look at that thing. We got to keep it going. We will do so as we're heading into the final hour of the program. We'll get you some headlines next and continue to read off more of your old person things that you do no matter what your age is. And we'll do it next mm-hmm. on The Fan. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 